that'll do, mate. <laughs> well, Bathurst is never straightforward, is it? Uh, and it was the weather. Uh, that played havoc there across the weekend, basically wiping out Saturday. But we got the race done and dusted yesterday. Not too much controversy there, but Timmy Hodges was on the mountain. I don't know whether he's still there or he's making his way back to Melbourne, as I said. But we've got him on the line. Good morning, Timmy. Uh, hey, Jared. Hey, Andrew. Making my way back to Victoria now. So, yeah, a, a, um, a great um, a great race edition yesterday. Uh, Saturday, as you said, was wild. The, the conditions were just honestly disgraceful. All week up there, um, uh, but thankfully got the race in yesterday. It was a great winner, uh, a great result, some wild stuff at the start. Um, but yeah, Shane Van Gisbergen just continues to power on in this championship. Well, Jimmy Andrew and I were talking about it at the top of the show, and I know you're part of the Fox team, but the coverage is simply unbelievable. And even Saturday, whilst we didn't have any racing or qualifying, I was just captivated by what the guys were able to produce, Larco, etc., in regards to things that Joe Public don't know. It's fantastic coverage. Yeah, they were just... Uh, rundowns were being thrown away as they were just kept cancelling things on Saturday that the yeah. um, the Carrera <laughs> Cup Porsche race was cancelled. It was like, oh, there's 40 minutes we have to fill. And then the uh, Dunlop Development Series race uh, was cancelled. That's another 55 minutes to be cancelled. And then... The, the lead up to the top 10 shootout we'd already done and that was 30 minutes and then it was always looking unlikely and that's such a shame that that was uh, cancelled the top 10 shootout. It, it, it normally is guys the second highest rating supercar um, event of the year behind Bathurst. Right? So it just sh- shows how big that that one weekend for this sport is that the, the highest rating uh, supercar event of the year is always Bathurst Sunday but the second highest supercar uh, event is Bathurst Saturday. That just goes to show sort of the, the top 10 mm. shootout and that all eyes are, are fixed on Mount Panorama and that sport for one weekend. So uh, a giant shame to lose that. Um, I'm fascinated what the TV ratings will be today after, you know, we, we've seen the, the AFL grand final and the NRL grand final take a hit. They couldn't have got a better start. I mean, the, the 11.15, the race start yesterday, the first 20 minutes was as in, insane as any motor race I've ever seen, just with the, the sheer amount of carnage, the rain that was falling, the cars that were torn up like gee they went through some cash yesterday the teams and bear in mind they've only got a couple of weeks to get those cars back home to base to rebuild them I mean you you look at that Grove racing team in particular the car of David Reynolds was destroyed in in that incident at the end of the chase yesterday and they've got to have a car ready on the Gold Coast in in three weeks time so yeah never stops for those guys Um, but but you're right on the coverage I I just thought just as a captivating theatre that the, the chopper shots over the mountain with 12 laps to go yesterday, you had the best of the best in the sport. Um, Van Gisbergen leading Chaz Mostert, leading Cam Waters, leading Brody Kostecki, leading Brock Feeney, and they're all within two seconds of each other, and they're absolutely... It's sheep stations for, for the Peter Brock Trophy. So, yeah, it was... It's um, it, it's a cool place to go and watch motorsport. It's a cool place to, to film it and send it around, and, and it's clearly a great spot to, to watch on the couch because it, it just throws up great theatre every single... Bathurst 1000 day. Timmy, with a, a race of that length, there's always going to be safety cars out there, of course. Uh, that, that's inevitable, particularly the weather as it was. I mean, some think it's unfair on the leader that he has to come back to the field with the uh, safety car there. I tend to think uh, it's great because you, you see five races in, in one day just about. How do the teams actually uh, plan for the safety car or can they plan for it? And uh, what are their tactics when the safety car comes out and everyone concertinas together again? Uh, you, you think uh, a lot of my mates, guys who are 
and and I work in footy most of the year, but they just don't realise how big motorsport is, how big the Supercars Championship is, how big the teams are, that they have um, guys doing strategy, and, and there's two, three, four guys working on that alone, that mm. just planning for, right, if a safety car happens now, what's our, what's our plan? If it happens in five laps time, what's our plan? When do we put the co-driver back in? When do we put the main driver in? When do we do brake pad changes? Um, do we do four tyres and fuel only? Like Just all of these things are in play, and they're changing every... I mean, you say every lap, it's every minute. It's down to seconds that things are changing. So those guys must have a beer and a something to eat and just collapse last night after what must be such a draining day on... I mean... Don't worry about the drivers who, you know, the taxing, the difficulty of the day being out there when it's slippery, especially that first hour and a half of the race when rain was falling. But the the guys who are doing the pit stops, like the pressure on those guys when they mm. see their car rumbling down pit lane towards them and not to stuff it up. Um, and then the, the guys who are the engineers, the guys who are calling the strategy, like it's so many people involved in... Trying to win the, the biggest prize in Australian motorsport, and that's why it was so sweet for Van Gisbergen and, and Tanda yesterday to, to salute a, a second crown for Shane Van Gisbergen and a, a fifth now for, for Garth Tander who, Tander, who becomes a, an immortal of the place. Jimmy, I'm sure smarter people than me have tried to work out a way of uh, getting around the, uh, the safety car issue. It just doesn't seem fair that you can be miles in front and then you've got those behind you right up your backside. Oh, it is what it is, and... Um, you know, uh, there's, there is a point where you just don't need to build such a big gap that if you've got a good car, just conserve, make sure there is a gap between you and the next car. Because, you know, especially the conditions yesterday, once a car was off the, the circuit, guys, there was probably going to be a safety car because once they, they got into the grass or the sand trap, they are in mud and they just couldn't get the car out. And you saw that a number yeah. of times, you know. Most notably, Alex Davison in car 17, you know, that beautiful yellow car was, was black by the end of it just because there was so much mud over it. Um, so <clears throat> there, there was a time when, when Van Gisbergen had a lead of 15 seconds to second and then another, it was nearly 20 seconds to the third and, and that lead was just evaporated. But, um, that's probably on the main drivers. So Jack Brabham used to have a famous saying, guys, you only have to be, win by a car length. Like, there's no, no, no need to beat the car and bash the car trying to get it way out in front. You've only got to, look, got to win by a car length to, to win the race, so, so just play the percentages and play it smart. And, Timmy, uh, the tactics in relation to co-drivers seem to have uh, attracted some attention uh, in the press this morning, and uh, a lot of them's uh, sort of commencing from the starting grid. What, what was the rationale and what's the controversy or uh, the news behind the co-drivers this year? Well, I think, mo- I mean, most teams try and start their co-drivers um, to get their laps out of the way. They have to complete 53 laps, a third of the race distance. So if they can get 20 or 30 laps out of the way early in the first stint from the co-drivers, then they can concentrate on putting their primary drivers in the car for much of the rest of the race. Mm. The, the only thing, guys, is that, and any driver will tell you this, um, that, that supercars are one of the hardest race cars on earth to actually start. Mount Panorama is a really interesting start line because it's on a bit of a slope, so that's even harder to... You would know that in your road car, riding the clutch to after a stop sign. Like, imagine doing that with, you know, 650 horsepower under the under the bonnet and, you know, a couple of million people watching for it, praying for you to stuff up. Um, you, you just have to nail that start. Uh, after the, the conditions of the week, 
how treacherous it has been, how dicey the conditions were at the time with, with rain forecast. I was staggered that they still started so many co-drivers mm. yesterday. I thought that the percentage play would have been to put your main driver in to make sure that you survived the first. I mean, you couldn't win the, the race in the first couple of laps. You could definitely lose it. And you saw yesterday that the first 20 minutes was insane. And it was unfortunate that it took out so many of the leading contenders because of errors that were probably not entirely because of co-drivers, but a bunch of the, the losses were because of co-drivers, especially that Zane Goddard moment when he when he got through the chase and got back onto the racetrack but was totally out of control and just took out um, uh, the car of Andre Heimgartner and, and of David Reynolds. That They were both destroyed because of a, a simple rookie error that, that wouldn't have happened if you had your main guys in the car. So, um, yeah, I think that's the, the controversy. I, I would have started your, your, your best drivers should have been behind the wheel. So I think they would love to make that a ruling. Um, to, to start your main drivers in the cars at the start of the biggest race of the year. But then that makes the, the strategy play for the rest of the race a, a lot more limited for, for teams to be able, because you have to put your co-drivers in at some point to do at least two stints. And, Timmy, for as long as I can remember, Bathurst, Holden v Ford. I know we've had some other manufacturers join the fray over the past decade or so, but uh, Holden's last race yesterday, it just won't be the same next year. Uh, I th- yeah, I, I know that what you're saying, there's no Commodore or there's no Holden, but Holden just becomes Chevrolet. Uh, Chevrolet it's, yeah. it's still red and blue. So I, I, these new Gen 3 cars, I'm willing to give them a chance. They're, they're way overpriced. It's cost way too much to get them to the racetrack. They're a couple of years late, which has been a little bit COVID enforced, but also because they've made them too complex. Um, but I, I'm willing to back them in that the, the, the new Gen 3 supercar that debuts in round one next year will be something they look unbelievable uh, up close i think they'll be as it'll be a sexier motorsport series that exists on earth next year and i still think come bathurst next year there'll still be chevrolet versus ford it will still be red and blue uh, I, I hope it's still much the same i know they won't be a holden but they'll be the closest thing possible because i mean at the end of the day chevrolet owns holden and it's just going to become the become chevy's running around uh, mount panorama well, Timmy, I think you're driving back to Victoria. Don't have a rush of blood and get any speeding tickets on the way down that Hume Highway. There's a lot of our friends in blue out and about there at the best of times, let alone today. Uh, we'll give you a couple of weeks off and look forward to catching up with you as the run into Gold Coast, uh, the supercars in action there in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, so it's, it's shattering. Gold Coast's 500 returns this year. It's on Derby weekend, so mm. it's a, that's a difficult choice to make, isn't it, Jared? But, uh, no, good to talk to you. All right, no, I can do the double header on the TV. <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. Drive safely. Look forward to catching up with you here before the Gold Coast. Thanks, guys.